Hey, are you still eating? I'm finishing up right now. <laughs> cool. Because you know we started, right? Are we recording? Yeah. Yeah. Well, this is this is us uh, starting, but uh, yeah, that means you, no, no. You finish. You finish. Go ahead. Finish. That means I could get my fuel to to start this episode. You know, <laughs> episode seventy. <laughs> yes, it is episode mm. seventy. People love to hear ASMR, so this is it. Mm. Oh my god. All right. Dude, you had a whole hour to eat. What happened? I was getting prepared. I was actually doing work before this podcast. So, you know, I couldn't eat. So now I had I had to squeeze it in now. You putting in work? For what? Mm-hmm. This. For the podcast? Mm-hmm. The new muggles is putting in work for the podcast? A little bit. Dude, I like 2022 muggles. See? 2022. Yeah. I love it. Ah, is it raining? How you doing, dude? Is, is it raining where you're at? Barely. It's pissing. Oh, I love it. It's just like a nice, steady stream right now. And it's just, it's so calming and soothing. <sighs> Nothing like rain in the morning. Yeah, you get to stay home. Don FM. <laughs> <laughs> so. ASMR and Don FM. ASMR and rain. Yeah. I was thinking of putting together an ASMR episode, a bonus episode. So that might be in the pipe, in the works. Sweet. That, that means I get to eat more then. Huh? Yeah, you got to eat and then read and, and then uh, lick things. And it's, it's going to be gnarly. But uh, I like it. Yeah. What I I'm like going to do for, for it's a bonus episode and it's an audio one. And uh, only the YouTubers will have the, I mean, only the Patreons will have the YouTube link because I'll make it private. Beautiful. So it'll be cool. So we get to be naked while we do it. You can. You can be naked, and you can just slap it against the, you know, slap it against your leg, like. I like it. Yeah. Um. But uh, mugs, you wanna, you wanna talk about this? This how we're gonna start the show? Yeah. You know. So we were thinking about doing a new intro or editing a new intro because you know the last one, it had Omar's name in it, but you know I I could have just done a quick edit and it could have just been out, but. Our good buddy Tim Markle, who's a jankster, longtime fan, also is known as Hot Sauce Tim. You can check out all his hot sauces at Liquid Cartoon Hot Sauce Company. Yeah. Um, he sent us an instrumental Ooh. for a new intro, and well, but I listened ask, to it. Can I what? ask why? Do we need a new intro? I mean, you didn't like I the text. You didn't think the text lady was was uh, was popping. You didn't think that was a good way to get the the episode started. She wasn't energetic uh, enough? Not really. It's not the kind of thing we need to get into the episode. We have to have, you know, something that'll get the janksters going, you know? Yeah, something that fires so, you up, right? To get to exactly. listen. Like, yeah, okay, cool. And the text lady wasn't doing it. So <laughs> Hot Sauce Tim sent us a, a really, actually, a really good instrumental that he produced on his own. Very, very talented guy when it comes to music and hot sauce. So he sent me that, and... I listened to a little bit, and I decided to lay something down over it. Now, I don't know <clears throat> if it's going to be as good as the version over 50 Cent that I originally did. Yeah. But. The, the what up, Mugs? What, what up, up Dave? Mugs? What up, Dave? What up, you know, Janksters? No. Yeah. So, yeah. I, you know, I don't know if anything will ever hold a candle to that. But I sat down in the lab, no. put something together over Tim's intro. Uh-huh. And if we like it, we could keep it. If not, it was a good run. But uh, let's go ahead and let's go ahead and listen to it. This is the debut of the new intro that we could or could not continue to use on Janky Town. All right, here we go. 
in five, four, three, two. Do you remember those uh, MTV premieres? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> All right. One. And now the world premiere of, was it Jenks to Titten? <coughs> oh, shit. I got something in my throat. Take two. <coughs> wow, you sound good. COVID. <coughs> COVID. Oh, uh, yeah, COVID. Um, <laughs> all right, and now the world premiere of the Jankster intro with Beer Mug and Hot Sauce Tim. Yeah! Who wants to get janky? Oh! It's Janky Town. We're getting janky. Oh! It's Janky Town. Time to get janky. It's Janky Town. We're getting janky. Oh, it's Janky Town. It's time to jank around. Dave, beer mug, and all our janky janksters. Oh, it's Janky Town. It's getting janky. On Janky Town. Jank, jank, janky. Oh, on Janky Town. Yeah. Wait for it. I just sharted. Huh? I mean, I'm with it. It's got energy. It's got yes! energy. Yes, yeah. I am so, with it. So there it is. That 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 could be the new intro for 2022. Now that's not to say that we will never use the 50 cent one again, but I think we continue to you know build this up a little bit, get it familiarized with our janksters, and I think it's something they'll love. Ah, I like it, man. Urgh. Had a little think, rock. Yeah. Had a little rock feel to it. You know, we haven't had rock in a long time. You know, I know. We're, um, we're living in a pop world. We're living in a hip hop world. Where's the rock, man? There it is. Like, there it yeah, is. And Janky Town's bringing some rock back yeah. to Rocktober. Oh wait, no, it's January. It's January. Yeah. Rockuary. Is that good? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um. So thank you to Tim, Hot Sauce Tim. For putting that instrumental together, that, that's a hard rocking intro, I think. So, there you have it. There it is. Right. Uh, do you like it, Dave? Could, should we continue with it? Uh, I think we could put it in the rotation. I do. Okay. Want, I do. I do want the the OG back with the edit, right. but yeah, I got to go work on that a little bit. Yes, it's but, very very minor fix. But it is a, a, a fabulous upgrade from Text Lady. So yes, so yeah. So this is we can go way ahead. better than Text Lady. So so we you can have go some ahead time. Put, yeah, we can go ahead and put Text Lady in the trash. So Text Lady can be deleted. Yes, yes, you're right, good. Mugs. Awesome, awesome. <laughs> well, welcome uh, everyone to Janky episode number seventy, Janky Town episode, I should say. I am Beer Mug. That is Dave. Uh, for those of you just joining us, we used to work on a show called the Kevin Bean Show on the world famous K Rock for many, many years. Dave had about eight years on me before I joined, and then I uh, came in and just screwed everything up. So that's how we met each other. We like to uh, talk about sometimes we like to go into the K-Rock past, the K-Rock vaults, and, you know, reminisce on days that are no more. And then we also like to touch on stuff that are going on, that is going on in the world right now. So I mm-hmm. hope you enjoy. Welcome, yeah, that, if it's your first that time. Is, that is what we call Janky Town. Yeah, that's Janky Town. And you can, we like interaction. Um and when I when I was on the show with Dave and Omar, I, I interacted very little. But now that Omar's gone, I'm going to have to interact more, which is fine. I like doing that. So you can you, always get a hold of me. Do you, though? I do. 
I do. Yeah, when okay. I'm in a good mood. All right. All right, when, cool. I, when I'm in a good mood. All right, cool. When I'm when I'm depressed, which is also a thing I'm working on, which I've discussed, I, I do not I do not even like to talk to myself. So all right. Uh, if you want to get a hold of us, Jankline, eight five five Janky six nine. You can always call and leave a message on that. Uh-huh. We have a Twitter and an Instagram at Jankytown six nine, and we also. For funny money, for beer money, we have a Patreon, which you can check out, patreon.com slash jankytown. Our lowest tier just starts at $2. What? Yeah, $2. That's that's what we call the Muggos level, which is me. <laughs> Due to how much little work I put in a while ago. But Yes, yes. Yes. So, and then we also, with more content, we have a 5 and a $25 one available for our really hardcore fans. Yeah. And um, we enjoy, we encourage everyone to check that out. Yeah, Muggs, you were talking about how you like uh, interacting with people. And it's funny because this week I asked you, hey, Muggs, would you mind uh, tweeting or Instagramming about the podcast? And you're like, oh, yeah, totally. Um, <clears throat> so uh, so how did that go? Uh, you know, I haven't been online very much this week. Uh, have you uh, have you been tweeting and promoting the, the Jankytown podcast? So anyway, like I said, uh, thank you guys for joining us, and thank you so much for your continued listenership and patronage. All right, I'm gonna well, get to that. Anyway, yeah. we'll get to that. We'll do. We got. We got time. We got a whole year, right? We got a whole year for me to tweet and Instagram stuff, right? That is correct. Yes. Yes. Okay. Starting today, right, mugs? It's always yeah, today. Start, there's always today <laughs> when we're recording this. This is great. I love right it. Right on. Yeah. How, how was your week, Dave? Well, it wasn't the best week, Muggs. You know, like, um, uh, I had COVID all of last week, right? And yeah. so, you know, my girlfriend who lives with me, you know, we're in the house. So I had to isolate in my bedroom because uh, I definitely didn't want to get her sick. But uh, I was just in my bedroom working all day, all night. And... Man, it gets boring. You know, I have my laptop. I have a tablet. I don't have a TV in my room. That was the worst thing about my COVID experience. Having, Who doesn't have a TV in their room? Dude, that's a, that's a thing, man. Like, you know, Why? your room is supposed to be where you go and you turn off your brain and you relax. <laughs> but not when you have your computer and a tablet and stuff like that. Right. So so we don't have TVs in our, in our bedrooms anymore. We used to you guys have are like, there. You guys are like the Amish. Crazy, <laughs> sort of. It feels like it, but you know, and that was my worst part of my COVID experience was not having a TV. You know how how much like, I don't know how people do it watching TV on a regular schedule. Like you you have to watch the news at the time it airs, or you have to watch a sports game with commercials and stuff like yeah. that. Yeah. No, that was terrible, man. And you know yeah. what sucked was <clears throat> it was the last. The last weekend of of regular season football. And you can watch any of it. Well, yeah, I I watched it on my tablet because I have the Sunday ticket app. But but it sucks to be on that little tablet like I'm laying in bed just uncomfortable. You know, I mean, I don't know how many people have chairs in the room, which I don't. I have a little side table like, you know, and, uh, and a bed and dressers and stuff like that. But there was nowhere to sit. So I was in bed for pretty much a freaking week and a half, dude. Just laying there. My legs going to shit. My back starting to hurt. I'm laying down watching these 
you know, my little tablet with a shitty small screen, you know, working from my laptop, laying down, taking Zoom calls, laying down. And I was like, dude, it's just, it just sucks, man. And looking at the same four walls is not fun. Now, I, the one thing I did do was watch all of Cobra Kai, which was dope. And, you know, I started watching Book of Boba Fett, you know, on, uh, on my computer. But I'd rather see this shit on TV, like these little screens. But I finished all of Cobra Kai now, so now I'm not going to watch it again. Like, and then I had nothing else to watch. What, what could I have watched? Well, if there was only a way that you could have moved a TV into your room or made something of that effect happen. I, I couldn't. I don't, I don't have TVs in my room. I have, I have one TV inside and one TV outside. That's it. I'm saying you could have moved a TV that was in another room into your room. No? No, because one is mounted on the wall and the other is outside in a shed that, that we, we use for our workouts and stuff like that. That sounded like a perfect plan for you to go out in the shed, get your back going, and, and move that TV into that room. I can't go out into the fucking house. I don't want to get my girlfriend sick. I was isolating. What part of isolation don't you get? So you literally did not open the door for five days or 10 days or however long you were isolated? I opened the door to go to the restroom. That was it. So and, and then, then on your way to the restroom, yeah. you could have stopped by the shed and gotten the TV. The shed is nowhere near the restroom, Uggs. I don't. I didn't even go outside. I opened my windows for fresh air. That's wow. what... I stuck true to the isolation rules, man. I wasn't one of these dudes who's going to be like, oh, you know what? I feel pretty good, so I'm just going to go out and take a walk in the neighborhood and, you know, walk around in the house because I feel all right. No, man. No. Oh, so, sounds like prison to me, Dave. It, it like was prison. prison. No TV. Yeah. Man. Did you, did, did you try to, like, like plan an escape, like the three guys on Alcatraz where you're starting to carve through your wall? Like a little inch every night. Like, oh my God, the drywall is crumbling. This is great. I have an escape route. No? Yeah, dude. I would, I would pee on the walls and then like move move the move the, the dresser and then start chiseling out like, oh, sweet fresh air. Like, I, I can feel it. So, But now that I'm all good, like, like what am I going to do? I have to like replaster it or what do I have to do to fix it? Yeah, that's fine. Yeah, just, just tape it right up. Just some Gorilla Scotch Glue and, and duct yeah. tape, right? Yeah, there you go. Yeah. Uh, well, that was my week, dude. But now I'm I'm happy to say that I I uh, you know have tested negative two times in a row. I, I did my 10, 10 days in quarantine. Uh, you know I know CDC was saying, oh, now you're good after five days. No way, dude. I was testing positive the eighth day. It was like, damn it. Yeah, that's weird. Do they mean like after the fifth day you're not contagious anymore because you can still test positive, right? Yeah, like, that's that's what they were saying. But it's still, dude. Like if I'm testing positive, I don't want to be around anybody. That's fucked up. You know? Yeah. Yeah, so I did my 10 day. I did my time, bro. But now I wow. have that super immunity. So now I'm like, oh, yeah. You're ready to rock. Yeah, until, I made out my dog until already. The I made next, out my cat. Yeah. Ugh. Until the next variant comes along, right? Am I right? Yeah. <laughs> Jesus. Yeah, but how was well, your week, man? Ho hopefully the Omicron variant is like the last, like, it seems, I you know, I'm not a doctor. I don't know if you knew that or not, but. Uh, I mean, are you on Facebook? Yes. Then you are a doctor, right? Oh, yeah. Then I'm a doctor. <coughs> uh, it seems like the Omicron variant is like kind of the one that's like the least of all of them. So it seems to me that maybe the variants, if they do continue to come, will just be weaker and weaker. That's well, what we want, I, right? I don't know, man. Um, you know, I'm kind of concerned because, you know, being found out that that I had the, the 
the, the, the vid, the COVID, yeah. and you know, yeah. the COVID survivor himself. Uh, right. He sent me some encouraging uh, news pieces about coronavirus, right? And oh. the headline is, man loses 1.5 inches of his penis after contracting the COVID-19 disease. Okay, that sounds like a National Enquirer thing. That's no way, not dude. real. It came from a, a reputable source. It's from the what Daily was the Mail. Uh, the Daily Mail. The oh. Daily Mail in the UK, so which mm-hmm. is like, you know, we know the British. They're serious. So they take yeah. their news serious. So yeah, The tabloids over there are very serious. So, man, don't worry, dude. I'm still at 10, so we're good. But see, that's what I was going to say. Like, if anything, you know, I had the vid. I had COVID, like the original COVID-19. If anything, yeah. it added, I think it like added two or three inches on my penis. Oh, wow. How about to the bush, though? Like, is the bush just out of control That now? was unaffected. That was oh, unaffected. Oh, it wasn't. <laughs> or maybe my bush just got smaller. I can't tell. Maybe you lost some know. hair, dude. Like, yeah. and you're like, oh, look at there you go. Yeah. Hello. I gotta, Hello, friend. I got to check the, I got to read up on the Daily Mail, see if that, uh. <laughs> that adds up. Nice, um, dude. How was your week, I had a man? Little, I had a little bit better of a week than you did, Dave, being in prison. I, for the first time in my life, and it's a scary thing, but I was very, very successful when it came to betting on sports. Oh, nice. Um, and, and it all started with uh, Big Ben's final game at Heinz Field. I took some action in that game, as they say. And what it was was um, <clears throat> there were some player props that – Big Ben was going to throw for over like 240 yards, and I knew that never under. was going to happen. Under, right? Like, yeah. yeah. Take the uh, – hammer the under. So that's what I did. I hit that. Um, I also took Steelers uh, minus three. Got that. Uh, and then every every bet I made from that point on the whole week, I like bet on something every day. I was betting on basketball, hockey. Uh, I was winning. And by the end of the week, before the national – championship college game this past monday i was up a thousand dollars i was up a thousand dollars and then i decided to bet on the national college championship oh Uh, no i put my money on alabama so all your winnings all your winnings you put on alabama not all of them see which was a very smart move that i made because if i did it would be all gone and i didn't want that entire week of hard work and just amazing wins to go down the drain. So I only put half. I only put half of what I won on the college now, championship. Now, Muggs, but, if, you, if you don't mind me asking. Yeah. How much did you win this past week? I already told you, $1,000. Oh, I'm sorry. I missed that. I was looking yeah. at that. Okay. I won $1,000. I won so $1,000. In- you put 500 down on Alabama. Well, I put 200 down on Alabama at the start of the game, before the start of the game. I took them plus three to the over. So that means I took them to – they could lose as long as it was within three points. Yeah, because they were the underdogs, right? They were the underdog, which, which is was crazy. Right, because it's Nick Saban, and you got the the quarterback is the Heisman Trophy winner. They're the number one seed. You know? The number one seed, and, and Alabama just has had George's number all year and the the last year. So yeah. I was like, oh, you know, plus three Alabama. This is their underdogs. This is great. So I took them to the over, which was like fifty two points, and it turned out that that none of that happened. <laughs> Georgia crushed Alabama at the last minute, and oh. they did not even go over fifty two points. Dude, that so, first half. Did you? I mean, I'm sure you watched the game, right? 
Yeah, I was watching it. Yeah. You know what? A lot of people were hating on that first half because it was all field goals, right? Right. Right. Um, but I, I kind of enjoyed it. I enjoyed the defense of it. You know, like I, I enjoy when the defense is dominating and just like, like, not. I hate when it's inept offense and like the right. quarterbacks are missing the the receivers or mm-hmm. no one could run. But when the defense is like crushing and like hitting players hard. That was exciting to watch. So, so I thought the first half was really good, and then the second half, obviously, it it, it got away from Alabama, which yeah. I think ninety five percent of the nation rejoiced. Yeah. So after the first half, when I realized, okay, well, uh, it's not going over fifty two at this point because it was three to three, right at, at yeah. the end of the first half, right? So I on the second half took um, I took Alabama to uh, score more points than Georgia. I think I took them in the second half minus one. So you, you doubled down. I doubled down on Alabama because I was like, there's no way. Because it was only 3-3 at the end of the second half. So I'm like, it's anybody's game still. So I, I doubled down on Alabama, and yeah, I got screwed. So I I lost. I put 300 on that. So yeah, total 500. Lost my th- uh, half of my $1,000 winnings. But I got to collect some of it uh, a couple days ago. And some I still have... Yeah, because well, my guy, my guy, yeah. he, if I he won't give me all of it because he knows that I will continue to play. So he he says, here, here's some, and I'll leave a little in, you know, I'll leave a little in on your line so you could play with that a little bit. It, it, it makes sense because like you're it, okay with that though. I'm okay with that because, because I know that I'm gonna I'm yeah, gonna use that. I I know, and I'd rather have that on my line than have to start fresh and then just all of a sudden just start losing and being I, a negative. So yeah, you know. If I do lose, which you know, this wild card weekend that we have for the NFL, it's looking cu- it, no it's, pun intended. It's looking wild. Uh, it's, I could, it's I tough, could lose. Yeah. So if I do start losing off that, then it, it's just taken away from my winnings last week, and I don't. I'm not in the negative, right? So, now, Mugs, are you? Uh, I mean, last week you obviously had a good week. Are, are you a good gambler? Like, we, like I know we joked in the past of you not being a good gambler and like, right. like having like a bad bets and stuff like that but right, like right now now that you have time to like actually get into the sports and stuff are you a good yes. gambler i've learned how to be a good gambler from being such a terrible one these last couple of years uh i stopped doing parlays i don't do parlays anymore because when you do parlays not only are you banking on one game that you're relying on so many other things in another game it's just i realized Hitting parlays is yeah. few and far between. Very rarely do people hit them. It's not good. I do one. I do a straight bet on one thing, whether it be the point spread, the over-under. Now, what I started being really successful at is I don't place a bet on the game before it starts. I wait until it starts to see what happens, and then I'll, I'll hit live in-game betting. That way, I'm watching the game so I can see how it's going. I can see... Who's gonna get injured, or who got injured, or how it how a defense is playing? So, I mean, the only thing that didn't help was with the national college game that didn't really help me. But for the most part, watching the game live so you know what's going on has helped me, and I think that's how I was so su- successful last week. Like there was a Laker game last week when they, oh when they were playing um, who were they playing? Oh, they were playing Atlanta. I think they won, but they're playing Atlanta, and in the, and go, going into this. Yeah, going into halftime, I think uh, I think the Lakers were up or something, and the the second half odds for the Lakers were they were plus half a point. I was like plus half a point. That's fantastic. And sure enough, 
they crushed again in the second half because they were just on fire. Like Malik Monk was just hitting three after three after three. So I was like, that's why you're eight. That's why I was able because I knew how good they were playing. I was like, absolutely, I'm going to take that second half bet. And so I have become much better as a sports gambler. Now, it's scary to say that because <laughs> if everybody was good. Yeah, right. If every if everybody was good at sports gambling, yeah, in sports betting, everyone that you know would be rich. Yeah. Right? Yeah. I mean it's, you have a bookie, right? Like you have a guy and, and a and a website, I'm assuming, that yeah that he runs or, it. He runs so, the he 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 control like he has the website. I just go through him, right? So Yeah. Yeah. He, he, uh, he, it, yeah. Do you don't do FanDuel or any of these uh these no, other... I don't. I don't do FanDuel. Uh, the only kind of fantasy I do are with like you know for a whole season with you know the same people for for the whole season for football. Uh, I don't do fantasy basketball. I don't do fantasy baseball. No, FanDuel is a sports book, right? Like it's not a, it's not just fantasy football anymore. I think they. they oh, uh, they they up yeah because oh I'm yeah that's, s- all, that's all they do now, dude. Is is like oh, wow. is is gambling. But did you did you get in on the Draymond Green bet? No, what was that? Did you hear about this? No. Dude, so when, uh, you know, Clay, you follow basketball? Yeah, Clay Thompson came back. So, so when Clay Thompson came back, Draymond Green, who's been hurt like this whole time, says, I'm going to play. So they put, you know, individual prop bets on Draymond Green. like Player props. You, yeah, like total points, seven and a half, you know, rebounds. Uh, rebounds, eight, five, and assists. But then he also announced that. He's just gonna go in and foul and come out because he wants to be on the court when Clay Thompson tips <laughs> off. So he announced batters, that before the player props. Yeah. So after the player props, like uh, like everything was on the board, and he announces that, and they tweet it out like, "Oh, hey, you know, he's gonna do this," and people went on the under crazy, hammered, dude, like hammered, hammered the unders, and then. The the sports books finally caught wind of it and they closed all the bets, but they had to take all the bets they already take, dude. They yeah. lost millions yeah. in fucking money, dude. Because yeah. all these people who were smart enough to be like, "Yep, let's take the under," since he's just yeah, gonna dude. play two seconds. Yeah, and sure. And sure enough, dude, they tip off. He goes and fouls somebody, and then he's, he's out of the out. game. And that's he played it. the game. He put that's you, crazy. You win. <laughs> But I was like, damn it. I wish I would have thought I about know. that. Like, And that's the thing, too. It's like people who are, quote, unquote, professional sports gamblers, that's all they do. They wake up the minute that, you know, I mean, there's so many sports shows and podcasts now. It's like, what do you follow? But, I mean, for for the middle-of-the-road sports gambler like me, you know, I'll occasionally watch Sports Center here and there, or NFL yeah. Live on ESPN. Yeah. And that's where I'll get my information. But these professional guys, I mean, they have it all. So it wouldn't have, it wouldn't have surprised me if those guys, like, knew – I heard Draymond say that, but that's awesome. Yeah. And how, that, are the, how are the odd makers so good? I, it's sick. How, it's how sick. Are they? It's it's it's, it's scary. Dude. Last night, uh, I, I, Michigan and Illinois NCAA basketball in the second half, they said that there was going to be seventy two points total, <laughs> right? And I was about to take the under because only in the first half total there was only forty eight, and I was like, so they they think they're they're going to score twenty two more points than they did in the second half took combined, but I was like, you know what? <clears throat> I noticed that like. In a lot of college basketball, and it's weird if they don't score as much in the first half. Yeah, they come back and just like let it rain. Cr- <laughs> like, it's it's insane. So yeah. I was like, you know what? I'm not. I'm gonna lay out. I I'm, I'm gonna watch it for fun. I'm gonna see what happens. 
These guys, these these odds makers, came in with one point of that what they predicted. It was over. It was over seventy two, and it uh, by one point. It was seventy three points total. I was like, I would have lost. I would have lost by one point. Look at that. Crazy. It's it's sick. It's sick how they do that. But uh, yeah, I mean, here's the crazy thing that's going to happen in they say three years from now or less that yeah. pretty soon you're going to be able to walk into any major sporting venue in the United States oh, yeah. and be able to place bets it's on happening. the game. Yeah, it's, it's happening. happening. You'll yeah. be able to uh, place bets on the game happening in the stadium or place bets other places. But the thing is, is like, how are they going to know that players aren't going to be colluding? You know, like for instance, like the player props, like Draymond Green, like he's like, oh, you know what? I know that I'm going to just go on the court and foul out or, you know, that was it. You know, you know why I don't think that happened, dude? It's just too confusing. It's, it's too much, you know, it's like, and they're making enough on their own, you know, but if they're, if they're family, like like what's to stop their family being like, yeah, he like getting inside information from the players going, dude, this guy shuts me down. Like, I don't know. I don't think think I'm going to get 15 tonight. So bet bet the under, you know, exactly. Or like, you know, or like you you say like, oh, these, these players make enough money, but you know, there's, there's something called greed, right? (laughs) I mean, that's a real thing. I mean. So you know, you got a guy. You got a guy who is making the league minimum, and now, granted, a lot of the guys that are making league minimums, they're not. They're the odds makers aren't making prop bets on them. They're making prop bets on the star players, right? Yeah. So, but still, the star players, like who, who's not to say, like you know, on Monday's uh, Rams game, you know, Sony Michelle is, you know, they say, oh, Sony Michelle is going to get over 120 rushing yards. Yeah. You know, and what what's what's not to say, you know. I mean, it is a playoff game, but like in a regular season game, he's like, you know what? I'm gonna hammer some money on the under, and I'm like, I am not gonna rush for 100. You know what? Hey, What's coach, my st- ankle hurts. Exactly. <laughs> What's to stop that? Or I could see like a guy like Antonio Brown do it. Maybe Antonio Brown, the the, the day he walked off with his jersey off. Maybe he put, you know, hammered something on the under because he's like, I gotta leave, you know? Maybe, yeah. You know what's not to stop that? So it's all right, very. All right, Muggs. Since you're you're the since you're the the, the gambler, yeah. this this episode will release on Monday a Monday morning. So yes. that gives people time to listen and put a bet on the Rams and Cardinals wild card NFL game. Yes. Now, as Sean McVay, can you give us some prop bets to uh, to to bet on? Like, who would you bet on to win the game, and and will they cover? Well, I'm glad you asked, Dave, because. You know, Cooper Cup, the star of the show. He's going to go, I got I to gotta say he's got to go over 130 receiving yards. Maybe Woo-hoo. a touchdown or two. Uh, but it's going to be a close game because, you know, the Cardinals, they've, they've kicked our ass before. We've had their number all week, or all season, rather. And uh, But I think, we, I think we pull away with that. That's not to say if Matthew Stafford cannot escape the pocket and, and get sacked because he loves uh-huh. just sitting in that pocket and getting sacked. So it's going to be a close one. It's going to be a close one. I think I would take, I would take the Rams plus three. I I, I think, I, I think you know, or maybe minus three. All right, well, I don't know. Who knows? They're, they're three and a half point favorites. Right. All right. So you say Rams minus three and a half, and then uh, how about the over and under forty nine point five? Oh, I think it's uh, you know with Kyler Murray on the other side. Our crazy, our crazy offense. It's each team is going to have at least twenty four points. I would take the over. 
Wow. I guess I guess you don't have confidence in Von Miller. <laughs> yeah. Von Miller t- he he does his work. He does his work, but uh I mean, it was kind of it was kind of interesting to see how we totally collapsed against the 49ers. So, I don't I don't I don't know what will happen there. It's going to be a close game. We are the Rams minus 4 as of now as we sit here. So, right. you know what? I you know, I could take I, I said the Rams plus three. What, what I meant to say is I take Arizona p- plus four. You know, yeah, it's going to be close. I'm confused now. <laughs> I'm confused now. You, you want to take the Rams or Arizona? You, make no, up your no, mind. No, you take, no, no, no. You take Arizona plus four. That doesn't mean the Rams are going to lose. That just means we're going to beat Arizona by, you know, no more than four points. You know what I mean? You're going to win by one. Yeah. yeah or three. We're going to win. Shit, we'll win by one point as long as we win. And I still have a job. <laughs> yeah, that's true. And I can go into the end zone and smack our players on the ass. Yeah, and then fire up the other team. Way to go. And fire up the other team. That's right. That's yeah, right. My hair looks sick and I'm buff. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, thanks, John. <laughs> you, you got it. Anytime. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> All right, Muggs. Well, uh, last week, uh, l- last Sunday was was uh, an odd day because uh, yeah. normally normally uh, celebrity deaths don't don't really bother me like they you yeah. know I, I i understand that that life happens and people die and stuff like that and it's it's always a tragedy if like like if, if someone ods or like gets in a car accident or whatever but um you know last week we lost our, our friend bob saget and yeah man that, that and, was a shock and yeah and this is like the first time that like a celebrity death has hit close to home for me and yeah. you know and and it's not like Bob and and I were good friends or any of that, but it's it's he came into the Kevin and Bean show on K Rock so many times that I I kind of felt like I know Bob right like if yeah, I saw Bob in, in the lot. street yeah if I saw Bob in the street I'd be like hey Bob's Dave and he'd be like oh yeah I remember plus he was great friends with Kevin Ryder so yes so when I heard the news man did it really like finally like I I, I my heart actually went like. Oh man, like, like, no, Bob, Bob was a good one. And, and it was sad to just, you know, hear how, how he died, you know, just like, they, they think it's a heart attack now. And, and, uh, they, you know, the way they found him and, and all this shit. And I was like, I don't want to read this. So I stopped, right. I just read all the, the love that everybody was, was, uh, was giving him, you know, like just for instance, this past week, uh, John Mayer and Jeff Ross drove down to LAX to pick up Bob's Prius from the airport, dude. Man, and they drove it back to his wife, and wow. and then they live streamed. They they IG live on the freeway and were just telling stories of Bob and stuff like that. So in his that, car, yeah, in in in, their, in his car, you know, and it's, it's weird because like I didn't ever think that that John Mayer and Jeff Ross would be in in a Prius IG live talking about Bob Saget. But uh, you know, it just it just thought like this guy was so loved, and you know, you knew him too, right? Like you you, you yeah. you've had many a moments with Bob. In Absolutely, the studio. no, yeah. he was he was so personable. Every time he would come into Kevin and Bean or K Rock, he he would he was one of those celebrities that it didn't matter who you were or what he would always give you the time of the day. He would look at you, be personable. You know, whether you're chatting about nonsense, he would still give you that little that little moment. You know, he he made sure to be personable, and that's that's definitely what Bob was. And it was such a shock. I was shocked. I was just like, "What? Yeah, that's same. weird." Like, you know, sixty five is not old at all. I mean, no. In you know, in the eighteen hundreds, that was old, but not <laughs> in you know, 
I mean, well, I guess with COVID now, I guess any <laughs> any age is old. But I mean, it wasn't COVID. It wasn't drugs. It, it no. was like a Thanks, guy. Oh, thankfully, man, I was just like, please yeah. don't let it be drugs. Like some, like you know, he he does his show and then he goes back and and does a line of coke or like some something right. crazy that you know he needs to calm down with. But th- I'm thankful that it wasn't that. Um, but you know, you're right, Bob. Every time he came in, he would come in early and just shoot the shit with us, and and it would it would. Uh, it would be so cool to talk to Bob Saget, dude. Like we all grew up with him, you know, Full know. House and America's Funniest Home Videos and stuff like that. But uh, do, do you have a Bob memory like that from K Rock or? No, I did. Like I said, like just him. Nothing really specific. I do remember the time where he and Kevin had to stall for Blink One Eighty Two. I think yeah. it was what the the twenty. It was the twenty ninth. 2019 weenie roast the very last weenie roast and i yes i'm, I'm not gonna count. Right. yeah it was the very no it was the, it was the very the, last weenie roast yes no what's the no we had one in 2019 no it was 2018 right because 2019 was the one at the beach which i'm not counting as a weenie roast that was the worst oh, that was yeah. that's where i had a stall for snoop dogg Remember yeah, that? you did have this song, Snoop Dogg, and you were performing <laughs> with Jeremy. Uh, that was a with whole Jeremy thing. and Rod Castro. Yeah, guitar. Yeah, uh, very, yeah famous guitarist Rod Castro, and then <laughs> and like you know, Snoop was like twenty minutes late. And the thing, you know, with that, and you know, when Kevin and Bob had to stop the Weenie Roast stage, it's like the the whole thing, the whole the whole special thing about Weenie Roast is like the bands play, and boom, the stage spins, and it's back to back bands. They yeah. like to keep it going. They like to keep it going. You know. And remember that time that. Uh, whoever uh, got, uh, they were spinning, um, what's her face, Lana Del Rey off, and someone was like yelling backstage, like, who the fuck is turning the stage? Remember oh, that? dude, that was, uh, yeah, that was that same Weenie Roast. That uh, was the same Weenie Roast with that, Blake. Yeah, with, that, that guy got fired. That guy got fired. <laughs> yeah, who turned, they turned the stage on Lana Del Rey, remember? And like, yeah, you're right. The, the manager was like, who the fuck is turning the stage? It was so we, awkward. We were about to do our intro, like, uh, yeah. okay. Like, <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. yeah um but that was funny but but yes you were right uh 2018 i i, I remember uh bob and kevin had to stall because that's right here's the thing like bean never stays for the final like we we always have these intros where the whole kevin and bean show would go up and right. and you know they would introduce everybody and and uh you know wave, we wave high like idiots and and stuff like that but this time this was the the this was the year where Bean, of course, just goes, I'm going to go home. Uh, you guys, I'll see you guys later. And yeah. then he leaves. And, and it was his last year. It, it was, yeah. And then uh, mm-hmm. Allie got so drunk that she we just uh, interviewed Blink-182 and she was drunk. And she's like, nope, I can't go up. Uh-uh. So, so Kevin asked Bob and, and Bob goes up. And then they tell us, oh, yeah, they're about five minutes away. And Bob and Kevin had to stall for five minutes fucking minutes yeah but it's funny because when i saw this video uh, i thought about that and i saw this video and i was like oh i'll get some audio and then i noticed my dumbass was in his face the whole time with the camera like my phone because i was fucking drunk dude like, <laughs> like and i was like oh yeah hey man bob come on and then I, I i searched the video and i found it um so i'll post that on the patreon page of just my view and you could hear me and, and bob yelling at each other like just do like me being my drunk ass self and yeah bob being so cool but i wanted to play a little clip of of bob and uh, kevin stalling because bob was so great in it and then i think it's just, it's just a, a a fun way to remember bob uh 
of how, how great he was on his feet. So here's uh, Bob and Kevin stalling. Give it up for Kevin, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> All right, Give you guys having a fun team. time? Go ahead, you're talking. Okay. God, you look handsome tonight. <laughs> Did you have them altered? How do you go about it? I did not, no. Those is just, these are from 1922. I'm wearing a cod piece. All right. Is We're, this the best show you've ever been to? Woo! All right, technically what we're doing right now is stalling. Just for a minute. So I'm gonna tell the aristocrats, Joe. I would rather yeah! you didn't. No, you stop that, I will not. <laughs> There's children here. Well, here we are at one of the most beautiful places I've ever seen, ever. Why do they call it the Weenie Roast, Kevin? That's a great question. We had hot dogs the first year, 26 years ago. And that was it. And that, that's how creative we are. I had a hot dog. How do we do it? I'm sorry, go ahead. No, please, don't no. you go. No, this is the longest stretch I've ever had to do. I'm getting stretch marks, for God's sakes. All right, well, how much time? Anyone? Are we, are we ready? I know there's songs. If you want, I'll just do them. You know what? Say it ain't so. I will not go. Turn the light on. That's not them. That's not them at all. Um, all right. We got it. Introduce them, Bob. I don't feel like doing it. Take it. Go. Okay, ladies and gentlemen, you're an amazing audience. You deserve an amazing closer. One of the best bands on the earth. Blink 182. By the way, Kevin. Um, yes, that was. That was them. That was Blink-182 yeah, that that's Bob not was them seeing. At all. That's not them at all. No, Kevin, it was them. Oh, oh man. my God. Uh, well, rest in peace, Bob. So moving out of something very somber, we're going to move into something very uncomfortable. Are you ready, Dave? Uncomfortable. We're going from somber to uncomfortable. Yeah. Okay. Normally, we should go to like somber to like, hey, here's something that would cheer you up or make you laugh. But no, let's go to uncomfortable. All right. Well, anything that will take our mind off the somberness of what, just, what we just talked about. So, all right. Cool. This uncomfortability uh, happened on an episode of Janky Town. What? And it was an episode where we were trying to explain what happened with Omar. Okay. And what I noticed something, Dave, is that when we're explaining something that is uncomfortable or hard to explain or we're trying to fill in the janksters on kind of the behind the scenes – are you familiar with what a crutch word is? A crutch word? Like, like? <laughs> like, like, or... You know. Know what I'm know. saying? It's funny that you say you know, because you and I, <laughs> we must have used you know over a hundred times in that episode. No way. Absolutely. And I, it didn't really... I didn't realize it, obviously, when we're talking, but when I was listening to it, boy, oh boy, was it ever apparent. So I compiled the entire episode and I edited everything out. I edited everything out except for when we said, you know. <laughs> so, yeah. Uh, take it, Dave. And, and, and you're not the only one. I, I, I was the same, although you, you, were the, you were the winner. But take it as a, as a learning experience. Maybe we can be more uh, aware of when we are feel ourselves about to use it when we're trying to explain something, you know, you know? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, you know, and it, I just did it again. Wow. I, that was on, that was not on purpose. Uh, but something that the, you know, Oh my God. Wow. It's, this is insane. 
It's, I don't know if this will help us. Loves um, to quote a great man. Just play the clip. <laughs> just play the clip. Let me start off by yeah. saying, you know, because I could, you know, 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 and you know, um, you know, and then you know, he, you know, and you know, and I, and you know, I apologize to him, and uh, you know, you know, you know, you know, you didn't answer, you know, you know, you know, you know, hey man, you know, because you know that, you know, we we, you know, you know, you know, you know, and I just, you know, it's, you know, I hang up, and then you know, you know. You know, yeah. you know, you know, you know, like, you know, you know, fuck them. They yeah. didn't do shit, you know, you know, you know, you know, you know, and, you know, you know, you know, and I was like, okay, cool. You know, you know, like, you know, and, you know, and, you know, you know, what were you thinking when, when you woke up to that, you know? Yeah. Oh boy. First I was like, you know, I didn't, you know, I did not, you know, 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 at the end of the day. You know, I, I, you know, 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 I, you know, you know, I, you know, you know, we're, you know, it's, you know, I also want to come on here and, you know, you know what I mean? Wow. That's so great listening to. Oh my God, Mug. So that is our crutch word, Dave, between you and I. I don't know. Excuse me. I don't know if we did it. As much when Omar was here, maybe not because maybe you know Omar just like calmed us down a little bit, and, you know. Well, <laughs> well, there you go. But there I but go. If, if, I can't stop doing it. But if you recall, mugs, uh, we had to tell Omar that, like, dude, you always you're always saying, um, you know what I mean? Know what I mean? Know what I mean? Like he would always say, know what I mean? And I'd be like, yo, dude. You, you know, just just so just so you know, you're always saying no. And he he knew it too. And he'd always be like, "Know what I mean? Like, you know what I mean? We're like, yeah, yeah, we know what you mean. You know what I mean? You know what I mean? Like, like no regrets. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> so that's our crutch word, Dave. And oh, God, I've already, I've already done it like five times trying to explain this. I noticed you did a little bit at the beginning of the episode. So maybe that's something we can work on. I did it today. Yeah. Oh yeah, you did it uh, explaining your quarantine. You know, um, <laughs> Jesus. So All that's right. our crutch word. And maybe to be a little bit easier on the listeners ears, we don't do that as much. Uh, yeah, probably. We should it's have hard. like a, we should have like a, like instead of a swear jar, it's a crutch a you word know jar. jar. Yeah. yeah. You, you know, know jar. jar. That's you it. know. I mean, that's our, that's our, <laughs> that's our yeah, no. Cr- <laughs> that's our only crutch word. I, I'm, I'm, I'm sure of it. You're listening to that whole episode. That is our only crutch word. And both of us do it. So. Let, let's but, do it again. Let's let's listen to it again to make sure that you know this gets in our heads that we never or try to use a crutch word as little as possible. All right, here we go. Let me start off by yeah. saying, you know, because I could, you know, 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 and you know, um, you know, and then you know, he, you know, and you know, and I, and you know, I apologize to him and. Uh, you know, you know, you know, you know, you didn't answer, you know, you know, you know, you know, hey, man, you know, because, you know, that, you know, we, we, you know, you know, you know, you know, and I just, you know, it's, you know, I hang up and then, you know, you know, you know, you know, you know, you know, like, you know, you know, fuck them. They didn't do shit, you know, you know, you know, you know, you know, and, you know, you know, you know, and I was like, okay, cool. You know, you know, like, you know, and, you know, and, you know, you know, what were you thinking when, when you woke up to that, you know?
Oh boy. First I was like, you know, I didn't, you know, I did not, you know, 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 at the end of the day, you know, I, I, you know, 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 I, you know, you know, I, you know, you know, we're, you know, it's, you know, I also want to come on here and, you know, you know what I mean? So there it is. There it is. Yes. And Mutt, can I just say that out of the minute and 10 seconds of that file, I am 50 (laughs) seconds of it. 50 fucking seconds of me saying, you know. You just lean on it. You lean on it a little bit more than I do, but we still both do it. No, and this is the reason why we had the discussion of why I can't lead because (laughs) I hate leading for that reason. (laughs) Oh, man. So there it is. There it is. I thought we'd, you know. Oh, my God. I can't well, stop. Listen, sometimes it, 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 you have to say it. You have you know? to. <laughs> you know, instead of, instead of Ice Cube, you know, it's going to be Janky Town, you know? <laughs> like, it's Janky Town, you know? <laughs> oh, man. Uh, that's what we should name it, Janky Town, you know. Yeah. So it's just a little self-reflection, something we can work on. All right. Uh, a little well, game tape, as yeah, they say. for sure. <laughs> Ad time. Yes, it is ad time, Dave. That is correct. And I want to say cheers to the year 2022 and resolutions you can actually keep. How about this? How about having clean and shiny balls all year round? That's a good resolution. I dig it. Our, yeah. Our, our sponsors at Manscaped are here to save your balls this year and make the ball drop into 2022 the cleanest and sexiest ever. Set your first New Year's resolution with good intentions and join the 4 million men worldwide who trust Manscaped. It's our exclusive offer. All you got to do is go to manscaped.com and use code JANKY20 for 20% off plus free shipping. That's right, says It's a new year, new me, with the golden leaders and below-the-waist grooming. This year, take your package to the next level with our Performance Package 4.0 and brand-new Ultra Premium Body Wash. Inside the Performance Package 4.0, you'll find the Signature Lawnmower 4.0. This electric trimmer is designed to trim hair on loose skin. The advanced skin-safe technology reduces cuts and nicks on your delicate nuts. It also comes equipped with a 4,000 LED spotlight that will shine a light to the promised land 2022 looks to be. A grooming routine isn't complete without applying the Crop Preserver and Crop Reviver before showing off your 2022 self. These unique formulations take care of the smelliest part of your body and are a big boost to your confidence into the new year. To complete the set, Manscaped threw in their Shed Travel Bag and Anti-Chafing Boxer Briefs as free gifts to keep all your goodies stored comfortably. And the new product that needs no introduction, the Ultra Premium Body Wash from Manscaped, solves all three for the perfect addition to the daily grooming routine. But in the shower, I shower every day and I hope you do too. This body wash smells great. It's cologne infused with aloe vera and sea salt to keep your skin feeling clean, nice, and moisturized. Kick discomfort and poor hygiene to the curb this year and use the best tools for the job. Whether your resolution is to work out more or travel to new places, be sure to travel to manscaped.com for exclusive offer and 20% off plus free shipping with the code JANKY20. Cheers to new balls in 2022. Well, uh, Muggs, uh... This week, also another big announcement in the concert festival scene. Um, yeah. Coachella was announced. 
Sure and, was. And woo, do you, do the people, man, I swear, every year it's the same thing. Coachella's like, everyone's like, ooh, when's Coachella going to announce their lineup? <laughs> when's Coachella going to announce their lineup? And then Coachella announces the lineup, and then everyone's like, oh, man, remember when it used to be good? Hey, man, <laughs> look, this is the worst lineup ever. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter what they do. It right. just doesn't matter. Like It will sell. Yeah, well, one, it's sold out already. Just weekend two. Already it's sold out? Dude, it's been oh – they haven't had it in two years. Of course it's sold Unbelievable. out. Unbelievable. Yeah, Unbelievable. But, but the big news was that Rage Against the Machine pulled out. They pulled Again? out. Yes. Jesus. Yes, they were supposed to headline along with uh, Frank Ocean and Travis Scott. Those were the original headliners from 2020. And – of course, Travis Scott had that tragedy, so they they he got dropped. Uh, Frank Ocean has scheduling conflicts, so he couldn't do it. So he's gonna do it in 2023, which a lot of people were still like, "Oh, where's Frank Ocean?" It's like idiots. Pay attention. He's gonna do it in the next year. He just couldn't do it this year. Right. Um, but then Rage was a surprising one because, you know, they've been along for the ride and they're about to go on tour. And when I heard that they pulled out, like it really like, concerned me because. Are they going to do their tour? Like, I've been waiting two years for fucking Rage Against the Machine to come back. Now, are they going to do their tour? And that's that's what I'm concerned about. Like, I, I don't care about them not performing at Coachella. I'm fine with that. Like, I don't care. I just want to see them on tour. And now maybe they could do, since they're not playing at Coachella, they could do some L.A. dates. But, but you know, take out Rage. And I thought, I thought, and this is just me personally, I thought this year's lineup looks so much fun every year coachella is fun don't get me wrong but sometimes you're just like all right i don't care to see jack johnson like i like jack johnson but right. he's not a headliner <clears throat> and i don't care to see him on saturday night or tame impala or someone like that like paul mccartney you're just like eh, whatever you know but this year i thought they did a fantastic job take the headliners out of it who are harry styles by the way people are going to be so impressed with harry styles i think they see him as the one direction guy but it, when they see him that night uh they're going to be impressed with them. So you got Harry Styles, Billie Eilish, and Ye, right, as the headliners, which which Kanye just performed a concert with Drake. And so it's like, okay, whatever. Like, I like Kanye, but whatever. Billie Eilish, same thing. She's great, whatever. Saw her, you know, the last Coachella. And I'm good. Like, I, I didn't care for this this last album. But, but she's a headliner. Cool. If you never got a chance to see her, you have a chance here. But then you look down in the little, the little, like, the little names underneath, and that's where you determine if, if Coachella is great or not. Yeah. And man, there are some fantastic names in here, man. Like, dude, bless you. Um, Thank you. I am ready to shake my ass, dude, at Coachella because check it out, dude. You got, look, on, just on Friday night, you know, Big Sean, Louis the Child, King Gizzard and the Lizard Wizard, who, by the way, <laughs> what fantastic name, right? Great I name. saw them at a, Co a past Coachella, and I was like, I have to see King Gizzard and the Lizard Wizard. You know, uh, <laughs> City Girls gonna bring some Atlanta fucking rap music to to the desert, dude. Right? Uh, Omar Apollo, Black Coffee, Idols, Peggy Goo, like uh, Carly Rae Jepsen. Oh yeah, dude, she's dope. Uh, Bishop Briggs, like th these are just the little names, and the names are getting smaller. And I'm just like, <clears throat> dope. Pub, The Regrets. That's just all on Friday night. Right then Saturday wow. you got Flum, uh, Megan Thee Stallion, Disclosure. Just look at those. Those are the first three second tier names, and and those are all dope. You know Danny Alfin, who was was gonna perform in 2019, Brockhampton, Girl in Red, who I love, The Wallows, 
you know, like, look at this. Just all these names. Turnstile. Like, dude, they're getting a lot of buzz right now, right? Dude, Hot Chip. Dude, I love them. Yeah, yeah. Arlo Parks. Dude, oh, all these names. And then, you know, on Sunday, you got Doja Cat, Jamie XX, Run the Jewels, who are going to go on tour with Rage, Banda MS, Fatboy Slim. You have Monoskin. Monoskin. You, you can skip them. But <laughs> are, are, are you are you, you Monoskin fan? I'm a Foreskin fan. <laughs> Well, you partnered up with the right man, my friend. Uh, but then you got also got Solomon, uh, Phineas performing solo, Vince Staples, Duke Dumont, Duck Sauce, dude. Come on, Orville Peck. Yeah. Uh, all these. There's a lot of variety. There's a lot. There is so much. That's the thing about Coachella each year is like even if you don't care about the headliners or the bigger fonted bands, there's always something in the smaller font that you'll you'll be able to find. Yeah, and then. It says, returning to the desert, Swedish House Mafia. I was like, Uh-oh. oh, that's cool. They got their own line. Like, like I'm, I'm more impressed that they got their own line that they're actually playing and <laughs> been playing Coachella. I was like, Dude, how long have line. they been? Uh, how long have they been gone? Um, about, you know, <clears throat> the Swedish House Mafia themselves, probably about 10 years. But, you know, Axe and Seb, uh. You know, they had their own project. Steve Angelo did his own project, and uh, now they're all back together. So that, that's going to be cool. I mean, who knows when they're going to perform? Like, is it Friday, Saturday, Sunday, all three days? And then you have 88 cool. Rising's Head in the Clouds Forever, which whatever that is going to be. And then you also have the shit like the D-Lab. So, dude, there's going to be so much fun. Like, are, are you going to try to go? Well, if I get tickets, I, that's what I was going to ask you, Dave. If you, don't, if you don't know anyone in the industry, are you paying for tickets? Come on, Mugs. <laughs> I can't afford a fucking Coachella, man. I know. What, what's the price tag on it this year? Uh, let's see. I don't know, but GAs usually go for like 600 or something, and then like VIPs is like almost 1000 Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, but man, yeah, it's going to be fun, and, and I, I can't wait. Uh, so, yeah, man, that's 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 uh, the Coachella Valley. So so people who are like, oh, it used to be so good. Yeah, we get it. There's no rock in there. But remember how when it was all rock and there would be that one rapper <clears throat> or they're the one like like DJ and you're like, dope. Like I'm glad that they're there. We're flipped now. So now it's all yeah. pop and, and and DJs and dance and and rap. But then you, you sprinkle in some rock and you're like, dope. And maybe that's how rock comes back is like all these kids who, who are all into the dance and the rap will see right. a, a turnstile or idols and then be like, yo, I could, I could vibe with this. So, so Turnstile is awesome. Yeah. Oh, like, I forgot about Gene Dawson, dude. You haven't heard Gene Dawson. No. He's dope. He's dope, dude. So uh, Was he on Dawson's Creek? He was. Yeah, he was actually crying Dawson. That's, that's Dawson's <laughs> jeans. It was, it was his uh it was his pants. <laughs> oh man. Good times. Yeah. Hey Muggs. Yeah. You ready for a little news? Yeah. <laughs> Let's see. News. That might be the that's best fantastic. intro I've ever done. Uh, okay, let me tell you. Let me tell you the story about these cops who were fired. Okay. Um, was it because they abused a, a person while in their custody? No. no. Was it because they were they they killed an unarmed suspect? No. Hmm. Was it because racial profile? 
No. Okay. What, do you have any other guesses how, why these cops would be fired? Planting evidence. Ooh, great guess. But no. Two officers were caught, were, were, were fired after they were caught playing Pokemon instead of going to a robbery call in Los Angeles. Now, Dave, when did you join the force? <laughs> I, I, I was in the I was in, I was a cop for about a year and then I got, doing, I got fired. Were you were you playing Let's Be Cops? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Oh, that's a funny movie. Um, no, but Muggs, it's funny because these cops were busted when the, the Macy's at the Crenshaw Mob, which the Crenshaw Mall, which yeah. I live close to, was robbed, and then when they were called for backup. They, they, they didn't decide to show up. They were just like, nah, you know what? We're just going to wow. kill. Hold up. And then it just wasn't one guy. It was both of them. Both <laughs> cops were were playing Pokemon Go. Imagine that. Dude. Imagine and, that. And what was the big uh, Pokemon that that uh, they were hunting that, got, that lost them their job? Charizard. Oh, no, I wish. It was a Snorlax. Oh, my God. Not a Snorlax. Oh, no. my God. The Snorlax. Were they, were they fired before they could catch him, or did they catch the Snorlax? No, they caught them, and uh, then wow. uh, they, when they they didn't show up, and they, they got caught with their <laughs> body cameras. Like, wow. Dudes Unbelievable. Pokemon Go while the Macy's was getting robbed. Well, wow. listen, as a Pokemon Go player... It's not even worth it for a Snorlax, dude. Like, Unbelievable. Just, like, just, go, just leave it on. Leave your leave your phone on. It'll be there. I would I would love Dave to hear the police radio transmission of that. Like, so you get the operator. Like, yeah, we got a two eleven at the uh, Crenshaw Mall, and then they were, yeah, uh, we got a code four. We're trying to catch a Snorlax. Uh, we'll be there uh, shortly. <laughs> yeah, they're like, oh, what? <laughs> <laughs> Uh, wow, that's amazing. News. That's amazing. Well, I think my story is not as good as yours, Dave. Yeah. So uh, we won't spend too much time on it. But <clears throat> did you hear about the guy who received a heart transplant? Oh, that's great news. The... Yeah, that's <laughs> great news. No, no, this is what the fuck news. Oh. Uh, this guy. What the first fuck? News. Yeah. First ever. Pig to human heart transplant. A what? A pig to human heart transplant. Wait, so the guys lose their job and then they have to give their trans the, their heart to a transplant? What? The I'm cops? confused on what. <laughs> the cops no, lose no, their no, job. no, 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 no. Play no, Pokemon and then their punishment is, separate is to give stories. up their, their heart. Two separate stories. It's a it's a Maryland man by the name of Dave Bennett, fifty seven years old. Dave agreed to be the first to risk the experimental surgery, hope, hopefully, uh, hoping it would give him a shot um, at continuing to live. So they did it. They found a one-year-old, 240-pound pig, oh and it was, yeah, it was like, <clears throat> gene, they call it gene editing, which is, I guess, like, this pig was made in the lab, and it was it wasn't, a, it wasn't an organic pig? No, no, not from Whole Foods. No. It was it was bred specifically for this purpose. So they made this pig specifically for its heart to be transplant transplanted into a human. And it was a successful uh heart transplant. So the dude, there's a guy walking around and with a pig heart. With a pig heart. Yeah. 
Dude, that is yeah. gnarly. Yeah. I guess the doctor said it was successful, but when he laughs sometimes now, he snorts. But other than that. <laughs> He's like. <laughs> it's good. Do you think he, the fucker's like, ooh, truffles are over here. <laughs> I can smell truffles. <laughs> so, yeah. There oh. you go. Well, that is uh, definitely a news. Uh, all right, Muggs. Listen, we all know hockey games aren't the best, right? What do you mean? Have you ever been to a live hockey game, Dave? Yes, One of the best plenty, live plenty. sporting events ever. Agree to disagree. But, you know, uh, the Florida Panthers hosted Kodak Black. Do you know who Kodak Black is? Kodak Black was doing the Island Boy hairstyle before the Island Boys did the hairstyle. Am I correct? That is true, yes. Okay. Uh, okay. But yes, he is a rapper, and the Florida Panthers invited him to his game. You know, he's in the seats. And then they take pictures of him and tweet, like, Kodak Black in the house. Welcome, Kodak Black. Put him up in the arena and everything. But then later during the game, because, you know, hockey's so exciting, a Twitter user tweeted a video. And it's all like, uh, is that what Kodak – is Kodak Black doing what I think he's doing? And it's a video of him just all up on a girl. Like, just – it looks like they are having sex. And – Everybody is freaking out. The Panthers are the organization take down all the tweets and all that. Whoa. Yeah. And then people are freaking out like, yo, this dude's having sex in the the fucking uh, suite. He's having <laughs> sex for everyone to see. And he's right by the Panthers, like like the front office. Like he's <laughs> right next door. And you can see them looking over and stuff like that. Amazing. But so people were freaking out, but then it just turns out. The girl was just dancing. She was just yeah. twerking on him. Yeah. So that's relax, I, everybody. Yeah. That's what it lo- it looked like to me. I saw the video, Dave. Um, yeah. And it looked like she was just like twerking on him. I mean, look from from the when the guy posted on on Twitter, you're like, oh, what's going on over there? But right, you're right. like, it it could be dancing or it could be sex, right? Right. Um, but dancing but, or sex? That's our new segment. Yeah, but uh, people were freaking out. Like, dude, how could this guy have sex on? And the thing I was like, have you been in a suite, bro? Like, yeah, yeah, go for it. If you have the chance, do it. But no, alas, if she was just twerking. And then there's a girl. Uh, there's a video of them right, like the the the, the video is right in front of them, and it clearly shows them with their clothes on. So relax, NHL. Everything is okay. Kodak Black was just having some fun dancing in the suite. Now, Muggs, on this last one, we really got to ask. News. Ooh, I can't wait. Now, I don't know if you know this, but I, I don't know if I believe this story or not, but I'm going to tell you anyways. A model says that she had sex with Drake. Nah, she's lying. That's, that's the story. No, but it gets weirder. But the model says that Drake puts hot sauce in his condoms to kill his sperm after he is done. <laughs> Interesting. Now, Interesting. The, has, has Drake uh, corroborated this? Uh, no, not yet. But I guess here's, here's, here's how the story comes up. So uh, apparently this chick has sex with them. Drake puts the hot sauce in the condom, throws the condom in the trash. Homegirl tries to go into the trash can gets the condom gets the semen 
and then puts it in her vagina, and then and it boom, starts she's on burning. An, she's on an episode of Hot Ones. Yeah! <laughs> yeah! So now she's saying that that's how they, she found out that Drake puts hot sauce in his condoms after well, he has sex so he doesn't get trapped by girls like this. Like, dude, wow. what was she thinking? If this well, is true, I don't believe it. But I, but it's smart. It, it's smart if he does do that, right? Yeah, but it is. I guess it is smart. But like, wouldn't you just like, um, rinse it out after you're done and flush it down the toilet? Not the not the condom, but like the it, the the contents of the condom. The remnants. Just, yeah, the remnants of it. Why would he have like? Like, see, like, I would be nervous if I used the hot sauce technique that someone would get it and then my baby would come out, like, you know, with, <laughs> like, stinging eyes or something. I don't know. You know? I don't know. That's, that seems kind of – that seems outlandish. Now, yeah, it's crazy. But here's the thing. I, I don't know if it's true or not, but Drake did post the uh, Instagram uh, and he wrote – you can have your 15 minutes of fame. I'll take the other 23 hours at 45 minutes. Nice. So maybe it's true. And maybe like, like, uh, dude, what if it's not hot sauce at all and it's just gonorrhea? (laughs) (laughs) Wow. Well, Dave, on that note, we're going to wrap it up. No pun intended, minus the hot sauce. Um, <laughs> Without hot sauce. Tim, give hot us some sauce. hot sauce. <laughs> yeah. Some oh, yeah. Well, ooh, we can put a liquid cartoon in our condoms. That'll be great. <laughs> Thank you guys for joining us for episode 70. Dave and I will try to be better on the next one after I brought to him our crutch word. I think we're going to work on that. However, Dave, you did about six after that segment. So No, I didn't. Yes, you did. No, I did I I didn't even say anything. I didn't say anything. So you're going to have to owe six to the crutch jar. Oh, my God. And what were we doing? Dollars? Are we doing dollars? Is that good? Let's do dollars. Yeah, let's do dollars. So, Dave, you got six dollars in the crutch jar. Maybe if we accumulate enough dollars, we can use it for our next Jankster meetup. That'll just go towards... Go go towards the bar tab for... So you want us to say the word you know a lot. You know? Um, on the next episode, well, that remains to be seen. Dave and I are going to get back into our quarantines, and we're going to try to come up with something as entertaining, if not less, than this episode. Dave, thank you so much. Mugs, always a pleasure, man. And until then, you know? No, it's you know? <laughs> <laughs>